symbiote? Symbiote. <laughs> they fix that. It's not a bird, it's not a plane, it's superhero slate. It's a modern podcast where we talk about everything that's great. Like movies, TV, superheroes. It's superhero slate. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Superhero Slate, the show where we run down the latest superhero entertainment news. We love TV, movies, and superheroes, so let's talk it all out. My name is Chris Dillard. And my name is Mike Royer. And welcome to the official Superhero Slate review of Venom. We have not done one of these in a minute, Mike. It is about time we got to review another movie. Yeah, that's right. Fall comes along, and every once in a while you get kind of like a sneaky backdoor uh, superhero movie at this time, uh, just before kind of winter rolls around and blows you away with like Harry Potter movies, Star Wars movies, other big blockbuster this, superhero movies. <laughs> that December 21st date that has like 18 movies on it, and you're like, which one do you go see? I don't know. Yeah, so. Exactly. If you don't want to compete with the likes of Mary Poppins, you put your kind of weird movie in October because that it's the only place it's safe. And uh, Venom, I believe, did break a box office record yep. for October, right? It did. It is the highest uh, grossing uh, movie in October to date. Um, Gravity had like 54 million and this one came in with uh-huh. like oh, well over 80. Which I I have to say I was surprised. I mean it's not the it's not the greatest record to achieve because this movie did have a hundred million dollar budget, so it's still it's still got a ladder to climb. I never thought this movie wasn't going to make any money, but you know I was surprised it would break any records. You know I just thought like Venom without being attached to Spider Man just wasn't going to have enough like juice in it. Uh-huh. But I guess it I guess it did have enough. I mean this could be the whole reason why you just get like the most random superhero movies ever made, like Guardians of the Galaxy, just because people want that superhero content. So it almost doesn't even really matter what you do. It seems like you're going to turn a profit on no matter what. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's debatable. I, I, we we lived through Fantastic Four uh, in uh, 2015. That's true. that would be curious to do like a retrospective on that movie to see if it did make any money at all. But here we are with Venom. It's finally out. It took me a little extra week to see it because uh-huh. I was I was out of the office, if you will, of the superhero slate offices. So maybe this has given time for people to go catch the movie if they haven't seen it yet. Uh-huh. I saw it yesterday in a very interesting theater going experience just because um, the the second weekend crowds are always very different than the first weekend crowds. So basically I lost half of my movie theater before the first credits end credit scenes ever came along which was kind of funny and then uh literally it was just me and one other guy in the theater sticking around for the second end credit scene and we even looked over at each other then we looked behind us the theater was empty and i was like i guess we're the only ones that know that there's a second end credit scene it's like yeah i guess so that was kind of uh hilarious uh, maybe but, yeah, maybe, w- maybe those I mean do you think any of those people who left beforehand were return viewers who were like I don't need to watch the end credit scene again God, I mean I guess if I'm showing my hand here I would say I don't know why you would want to go see this movie again and I guess if we have to roll this into a, our spoiler free thoughts here at the very top you know we, we briefly touched on this in our regular news episode but I thought this movie uh, was bad I mean I guess if you had to put a label on it I would say bad if I had two stickers bad and good it would be the bad one uh, but it's the first time in a while I've seen a movie I didn't like that had uh, some good parts in it uh, Venom and and uh, Tom Hardy Eddie Brock uh, surprisingly a, a fun little relationship that they have going back and forth there you uh-huh. know the, vo- the sometimes uh, 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 Ed Hardy not Ed Hardy <laughs> 
Tom, 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 Tom Holland? No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Sometimes Eddie Brock is in the voice of Venom. Sometimes Venom is in the voice of Eddie Brock. And they have some fun back and forth there, uh, uh, running up and down buildings. Uh, there's a funny line in the movie where he calls him a naughty word, and it's a big joke, and then he goes down an elevator. Uh, we're not in the spoilers yet, but that's not ruining anything for you. So there, there is some glimmer of hopes in here, possibly for the character moving forward. But everything else about the movie I didn't like. So I I know that you said you're you're a little less harsh on this movie, but I don't I don't I don't know, Chris. What do you have to add here, spoiler free? Well, I mean, I think spoiler free. I mean, I think um, Mike Mike is a little harder on this movie than I am by by a little bit. I I think there are parts that are, nah, whatever uh, filler parts. I mean, there are characters that I just absolutely don't care for and don't need to be in here. Um, mm-hmm. And then there are other parts where I'm like. Hey, this is really cool. Why I'm glad I'm glad I get the experiences in the theater that they didn't ruin actually a lot of it, some of it in the the trailers to be honest. Um some 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 actual surprises along the way. Um well, again, I I think um this the first like it it's a slow start by all means and uh some other things, but I just think uh I I I come out not thinking this bad. I don't think it's great. I don't think it's earth changing, but it's better than anything Fox has done, or Sony has done lately, or you know most most of the DC movies by a long shot. So if if we're comparing on a whole the superhero movies, this is uh, right. I even think it's better than some of the lower tier Marvel movies, Mike. Um, I would watch this over Thor: uh, The Dark World every day, every <laughs> well, the, day. The but, only thing I could really com- I could compare it to in my head is I haven't seen the original Hulk movie in a while. I don't remember if it's like if it's aggravatingly bad or if it's just mediocre and just everybody has forgot about it. But that's kind of what I think they should possibly do with Venom going forward. Just maybe no more Venom movies and just roll uh, Tom Hardy into you mean, your other films and let other directors kind of play do, with them. Do you mean Incredible Hulk or the Hulk from Ang Lee? Uh, uh, no, Incredible Hulk. Okay, I think this is. I think I think Incredible Hulk. Oh, that's a good question. Ooh, really that would be a that'd be like a fun uh, versus uh, I think piece that somebody out there could put I, together. <laughs> I mean, I see a lot of. I mean, you see a lot of parallels. You have a one character with multiple personalities in the end fighting someone who looks almost just like him. Yeah, uh, transforms. There's a there's like a like a tank mentality yeah. to it. Um, there's a there's a a weak love interest that's running around trying to ancillarily save them that just doesn't work very right. well. Right. <laughs> well, I think I think uh, all in all. Uh, yeah, at the end of the day, I think um, if I was out of ten, I would say six out of ten. I think Mike is more on the four out of ten, if not. Yeah, less. I, th- I think that's fair. You, you really nailed it on the head. But uh, honestly, I want to I want to dive right in this movie. Yeah. I want to talk about the things that well, I I actually loved and the things that I hated. Yep. So okay, from now on the spoilers. So uh, you you have notes in there. You've, you've heard our spoiler free thoughts in all our episodes for the past two weeks. So it really doesn't matter at this point. If you're listening to this, obviously we're going to talk about it. I think um, just before I forget, Mike, the box office. As of right now, it's, it's winning its second weekend. It has made almost four hundred million worldwide. So we are so, gonna yeah, we're gonna make we're not, gonna see a sequel. Um, yeah, it's not yeah, it's not the it's not the the most ravenous uh, box office you've ever seen for a superhero movie. But it's it's but out it's, there. But it's October. It's so. out there working it. But at the same time, Chris. I guarantee if you look up the box office for uh, the the Amazing Spider-Man, the first Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movie, I'm sure that made money and that got a sequel. So I, well, I think I think that's <laughs> I think that's off name alone. I mean, you talked about we've always talked about movies we didn't ask for, characters, people like who's Venom. I had a lot of parents ask me like, "Do you think I should take my kids to see Venom?" And I'm like, "I don't really know." 
Um, yeah, uh, we're not parents yet. Don't ask us those opinions. <laughs> I don't know what children should be seeing and what they well, shouldn't be seeing. I know they shouldn't be seeing Deadpool. Th- yeah, don't take them to that. That's true. <laughs> um, also, just quick look at Fantastic Four only made $167 million worldwide. Whoa, on a, on a $120 that is, million dollar budget. Whew, that is way worse than I thought it was. Yeah, it, it, that is the, the I think if we look in troubled superhero films here on box office, Green Lantern is... Uh, made made uh less so that that's where it is but yeah anyway uh spoilers uh here we go mike yeah i think i can split this movie up pretty evenly in between things i liked and things that i didn't like okay so number one out of the out of the park i love the way venom looks when we finally get around to seeing venom transform it it's actually really great it was actually really shocking it's the first time i perked up in my seat during the whole movie um, and it's that, and it's the scene that you, you know, you see in the trailer when he go, when it, like it comes up over his head and he's holding the guy up in the air in the middle of the street. That was, that was great. And then he, um, he kind of runs up along the side of the wall. You can finally see him traversing. Cause we had kind of only seen him being stoic in all the trailers. And I'm just like, this is amazing. This is so cool watching Venom run amok. And the first thing that popped in my head was, oh man, I can't wait to see Tom Holland Spider-Man try to go up against this. He just looks so villainous, so um so terrorizing that I can't wait to see him come up, the up against size, like, a foe. man. It's just like yeah. that like seeing that Venom versus a tiny Tom Holland would be essentially the stuff comic books are made of. <laughs> I agree yeah, I agree. Yeah, exactly. It was so it was so cool seeing that, but unfortunately that first scene doesn't last very long. He just dives into the water and then all of a sudden he's not Venom anymore. So that was kind of unfortunate. Um I, I didn't mind Tom Holland. I mean not Tom Holland. Uh, oh my god, there's so many. There's so Eddie many. Brock, just say Eddie Brock. Just, we'll yeah, just say Eddie Brock. Just we'll say Eddie Brock. I love the I love the weird idiosyncrasies Eddie Brock has. They're they're really weird and they're entertaining in this movie that I think is pretty boring when you're not seeing uh, Venom itself. Um but it does not fit the character of a journalist in my head. Like he's supposed to be kind of like this serious, hard-hitting journalist that's really protecting the city, cares about the people. We see this whole montage of all of his like kind of looks like some sort of like a, a news broadcasting show he's attached to, mm-hmm. and he just does not seem like a hard-hitting journalist to me. So I think honestly, maybe you just throw that origin out. I don't know. What do you think about that? Well, I, I think I think it, he's more of a <coughs> modern journalist than an actual. You know, like we're not we're not getting Tom Brokaw over here. You know, talking about actual journalism. He's more of a shock jock, if I would say anything. A, a modern like a. I don't. I don't know. I mean, you've played the Spider-Man game, right? The the new one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like. J. Jonah Jameson in that one, like he's just a <laughs> fucking shock jock kind of thing. He's out there to, to 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 get people quote unquote woke without really doing a whole lot. I mean, I mean it's it's a small portion of it. Can he? I mean, I think if we evolve it, like how does it evolve into the next movie? How how can that portion of him evolve? Uh, as we learned in the first credit scene, you know, he's interviewing people and and doing stuff. So like, what does that mean going forward for Eddie Brock, and how does it help him with his Venom persona? Yeah, uh, I almost I almost I thought his his uh his persona or career as a journalist really made no difference to the movie. I mean, he had to have something at the beginning in order to lose it. Yeah. So I, I it just it almost seemed like it didn't even need to be there. But if you kind of if you just isolate you know those parts, I I think it's it's fun. I really liked how the symbiotes had kind of personalities at the very end of the movie. You kind of mm-hmm. got to see Riot kind yeah. of having a conversation with Venom, and then, you know, the hosts inside of them didn't really matter. I thought that was kind of cool. It almost made it very cosmic very quickly. What? You know, they're kind of 
talking about like the structures of what it's like kind of being a symbiote and their plans. I thought that was you, kind of neat. You're, you're, you're hundred percent right. And I just think they should have fucking palette swapped riot for something other than black and white. I mean, oh, yeah. I, I love that. You know, Venom's like, Oh, uh, right. He's got some badass weapons, like stuff you've never seen before kind of thing. And yeah, he really did, um, but I—I I mean, I—I I agree. Mean, with you. We, I, I like, but it, right? like, but we like, kind of—we saw what he had though in the previous yeah. scene. So yeah. it, I was expecting something really cool and really interesting. But like, dude, we just saw five minutes ago that he can turn his stuff into blades. Like, you're not. Well, that, but but, but I saw like the hammer, like the the I guess the mace, like the venom mace he made with his hand, like all the stuff, like. Yeah, but he, he had he had better fighting thing, and Venom was just agile, pretty much, which which is a weird transition for Venom, being the, the fast, speedy one in a in a fight. Yeah. Um, uh, I gotta so, I gotta say, in in terms of good before you, before we move on here, yeah. I love him versus the SWAT team, uh, Venom versus the SWAT team in the the building that he was breaking into. Yeah, that was fun watching him toss these dudes around. Well, like when he catches the grenade thing and just bites it with his mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that was a really like good display of Venom's power. Like, yeah, your traditional weapons aren't going to do anything to me. The bullets go into the, the suit and he can just throw them around. Um, except for the flashbangs, of course, which is one of his weaknesses. I thought that scene was really, I would have se- loved to see more of those scenes in that regard, uh, mm-hmm. than, than what we got. Because yeah. I think... No, go ahead. I would have. I, I mean, I would have loved to see those scenes go the extra mile. So this is kind of where we run into PG thirteen and rated R and whatever discussion we want to make. What it was supposed to be or what it was intended to be. Uh, they specifically make mention to biting heads off. Like it's not even inferred. There's literally characters that say, "Oh my god, I bit his head off. You bit his head off. I bit a dude's head off." Like four or five times, it is directly referenced that this character is decapitating people. Mm-hmm. And just before it happens, uh the camera cuts and you just kind of see like a amorphous body thrown to the side. Like, man, I would have loved to see that. That would have been so cool. And it just felt like they were cutting just before we got to see the good stuff. And like this is a this is just directly what I was worried about when it came to this PG thirteen rating. And it felt like those scenes were neutered. Now, if it this if this movie was intended to be PG thirteen from the beginning, I feel like they just would have worked their way around the whole decapitation thing to begin with. They just wouldn't have included it in the movie, or they maybe would have found a better way to stage it or frame the shots. That specifically when I watched those scenes seemed like a rated R movie that was toned down to air on TBS on the, on the weekends during their movie night, you know? So that was one thing that was really frustrating. Who knows if that is speculation or what it is, but that is a one point in the movie that would have been elevated if it was rated R. I, I don't care. I mean, at the end of the day, I don't, I don't care. Like I don't need to see the, the blood and the head and the fucking, I don't need, it doesn't matter. You get the, like we can infer from it anyway. Like I don't need to see it. It doesn't make a difference to me. And I think if it had gone rated R, it would not have made this much money in, in and of itself. I think we would not have seen record. Like I think word of mouth is getting more people to go to this movie, and also the titles Venom Breaks Records is getting out there. And if it had gone rated R, it would have made maybe <coughs> a quarter of what it's made now. If, if that. I'm- I mean, who knows? I mean, we kind of thought the same thing about Deadpool that came out in February of all months, yeah. and that knocked it out of the park. And Deadpool was just as almost unproven as Venom was at that point in time. So, well, but I think I think you have Ryan Reynolds, and the marketing for Deadpool is way different than the marketing for Venom. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess you could point to the marketing like, there on that. That was different. They were ve- like everyone was talking about the Deadpool marketing because. 
you got you know the Ryan Reynolds or the Deadpool on the on the the rug in front of the fire kind of like they were going all out on that stuff. People were talking about it whether they were going to watch the movie or not. Mm-hmm. I don't think other than family saying like oh asking me hey can my kids see Venom to me nobody else was like I'm really excited to go see Venom. Uh, I, I I don't know. I, I don't think I, to me what I I think the um, Anne Weying, uh whatever her last name is played by Michelle Williams yeah the is, love interest is I don't even know if I call her that at this point <laughs> she had like two men at the same time dude uh, she's uh, she's the worst part of this movie um, oh god but uh, disposable <laughs> but she had the biggest surprise to me when she showed up with the Venom symbiote to save yeah. Eddie in the like I will give him that scene with her but that is it. Yeah, that was kind of cool. It wasn't what I was expecting because when you see like the tendrils coming through the forest, you're like, "Well, who? What's doing it's, that?" That's I thought it was the dog. Sort of, I thought it was gonna be the venom uh, dog. Yeah, but then also, <laughs> yeah, that would be. Uh, but it begs the question of: it, there's a lot of weird symbiote rules that aren't really answered or explained very well. Uh-huh. Like sometimes the symbiote will kill you. Sometimes it'll just go inside of you and like make you do things. But sometimes it will show itself. Uh, sometimes it like kills the host directly. Uh, but when it does that, sometimes the symbiote can just die on the floor. It was never really clear what what makes a good host and uh-huh. what doesn't. And the two, the I think the two things in this movie that really bothered me the most that I think will kind of wrap up most of my ideas about this film was uh, the villain was garbage. I don't uh, like um, uh, Riz, um, uh, was Riz it Ahmed. Ahmed. Yeah, I mean, that, he, that played he's the, so cookie cutter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, can't you see that this world is falling apart around us? We only have a certain amount of time left. I must go to the extremes of saving the planet. And it frustrated me on two ends. Is, is he was just so generic and so throwaway. And even when he becomes like right at the very end, like you said, it's just like a, a slightly palette swap difference of Venom. And he's like a little bit bigger. So, you know, the, the villainy in the movie uh, really bothered me. But the biggest part that bothered me about that is what it could have been. Could you imagine what they could have done with the origins of Venom and the villains if this just could have been included in the MCU? Like, just just imagine, you know, they could have made a better deal or maybe they would have played nicer with, you know, Sony if, or maybe if Sony didn't get greedy and tried to make this whole, like, villain universe. Like, it would have been so eloquently easy to introduce Venom and the symbiote into the MCU because you already have, like, space introduced. You have already... We've already seen spaceships. We've already seen some aliens come to earth it would have been just so easy to get this going and the first half of this movie is so slow it just would have been like an injection to this that could have just gone right to 88 miles an hour and uh, that's what i would have loved to see so it's like not only was the villain like boring and frustrating but it's just like knowing what potentially it could have been under the right rights and contracts and if you know if maybe different lawyers were involved man that was frustrating to me I, I i don't i don't like to live in speculation of what could have been i mean this is what we have and this is what we're we got to deal with and if they want to reboot it and marvel wants to do it in like three years yeah they'll do it because the turnaround time between amazing spider-man 2 and his appearance in civil war was very quick <laughs> um like they didn't waste any time on that man that was like what t- under two years i think mm-hmm. um so if they want to do it, that's fine but what we got is what we got what i don't care for I, this this will never unless they retcon it or say ace and accident this movie can no longer fit in the mcu um because eddie brock has never heard of aliens before and the <laughs> event in new york is very widely known and talked about forever after mm-hmm. the first avengers movie so that, unless they fix that, that's one thing. But there's also a big plot hole. 
I don't know if you noticed this, um, and it bothered me right out the get go. The uh, the symbiote who actually lands on Robbie Jameson, who was J. Jonah Jameson's son, um, uh-huh. uh, actually who went to the Asian lady and then the little chi- little kid. Uh-huh. Like it spends like what six months trying to get from Asia to the Life Foundation because they uh-huh. did that six month time jump. Uh-huh. And what I also the thing I hate the most I hated the carnage scene. I hated. Oh God! What? Yeah, what a throwaway. Oh, we have a serial killer. Throw him in some sort of cage and have him be weird. That that's <laughs> fine. Don't give Woody Harrelson a bright red fucking carrot top <laughs> wig, and then his last line. Fucking hamming it up worse than any Nicolas Cage Ghost Rider line <laughs> ever. There's gonna be carnage. Oh, oh, I wonder what God. the sequel is. God damn it. <laughs> I mean, I just that that was probably one of my biggest disappointments because yeah, I think there's more hype for Carnage than there is for Venom as a whole. Mm-hmm. But I I agree with you. The first thirty minutes of this movie is slow as balls, man. It is oh so God. slow. I can't believe. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it actually was thirty minutes. But to me, it felt like an hour. It, it was so the first. It's about the thirty minutes, and then he. What I don't get. Where is the transition from? He's like, okay, Eddie, we're gonna we're gonna stay together, and we're gonna try to fix this. And then the next scene, he's in the woods. He's like, okay, I want to stay on Earth now. Yep, Chris, the, you are dove, you're dovetailing into exactly how I was going to wrap up the, my thoughts. The second act is gone in this movie. And I, I think yeah. I said that in the last... There, it goes literally from like 30 miles an hour cruise control to fucking 90. And I'm mm-hmm. like, wh- if they did cut 30 or 40 minutes from this movie, I guarantee you it was the entire second act of this movie. That, mm-hmm. That's what it was. My, my biggest pet peeve of all uh, entertainment, televisions, movies, what have you, is character motivations. I get so frustrated when characters make decisions that have not been earned or make no sense. And when all of a sudden Venom's just like, I think I'm going to be good now. And she's like, oh, why are you going to be good? Well, uh, um, it's because I'm also like a loser on my planet yeah. too. So I'm when just going to go when ahead and When did that happen? What, what? Yeah, it's just like we don't know anything about your planet. But then, And then he's just like, whoa, really? Well, actually, no, I'm going to stay because of you, Eddie. And it's just like, really? That is just the weakest way to turn your your villain into a good guy. And that just really frustrated me. And like once that happened in the movie, I was like, yeah, they're they're not really going to be able to redeem redeem themselves because that that that's a big moment. Like that's not just a big moment for your film. That's a big moment for your freaking franchise that you're trying to build off on. Like, why is Venom here? Why is he trying to be a good guy? Like, it would have been funnier if like maybe chemically or uh, medically or cosmically, like Venom was just bonded to Eddie, and he, like if he left, he would die or something like that. So they're just kind of stuck together, like odd couple wise. But making the conscious decision to like fight riot and destroy all of the people that you've known for your whole life your venom society that Uh came in on a comment like come on that's just stupid where where is the flashback to these other like i wanted to see the venom planet and all these other hundreds of millions of symbiotes that they kind of talked about i would have liked to see that and and the the whole thing like yeah character motivation is was probably in hindsight like the stupidest thing but all in all I don't. I don't hate it as much as other movies. I've. I've absolutely hated watching. Uh, I. I know you probably feel different, but I mean, I've. I've seen some bad movies, and I. I know you have as well. But I mean, there are movies I'm just like, uh. So, when you have to suspend that disbelief for a little bit, like I'm. I. I mean, yeah, I'm like, uh. Okay, he, he's a loser too. Apparently <laughs> yeah. now, where did this come from? But whatever, go in and fight your dude. 
I think the it reminded me of the end of uh, Iron Man one when the love <coughs> intro, like you said the the second hand Pepper Potts comes in and slaps the button that saves the day on the rocket. Uh, yeah, but um, I don't know. I'm I'm excited to see where it goes uh, from there on out. And uh, I I mean we're gonna get something else. Uh, I I almost guarantee it. I think Morbius is the next in this universe. Um, but I think a Venom sequel might come out. I think they'll probably hopefully. Knock let's on get wood, react to the the, the criticisms yeah. and go from there. Let's but. let's get Edgar Wright directing Venom two. That's the only thing that's going to invigorate me. You got to get a big hit director I doing think, something cool. I think I don't even think that. I think you get a horror director, Mike. Like horror director. Like this movie should be horror if it's going to be carnage. Like well, I, then make it make it rated R. Then, well, well, we, if we go, if we start here, but I mean like carnage. Carnage will be more of the brutal murder pe- person. Venom was just eating people because. Of that. Oh, we also didn't mention they changed symbiote to symbiote in ADR, and it was pretty <laughs> blatant. Like the, the, I don't know, it's, it's definitely sounded different. Yeah, um, don't mess with don't mess with the nerds. Yeah, we'll, we'll get you on. We'll catch you. We'll catch you on that pron- pron- pronunciation. Yeah, but I think if they're gonna go the sequel in Carnage, yeah, they can go R because Carnage is a psychopath murderer. Like Venom's not a psychopath murderer. Uh, he's not like dismembering people for dismemberment's sake. So yeah, you've, you know, this kind of radar, you got to do it, but I think you lean into the horror. Like you've got to scare the piss out of people in this movie, Mike, like this can't just be another generic action adventure movie with aliens. Uh, you've, mm-hmm. you've got to really lean into that and be like, okay, there's got to be some body horror. There's got to be some mutilation, some bloods. Um, if, if that, if that is the way they, they go in the sequel, Hopefully they do. I don't. I'm never. I'm not known a franchise to change ratings in the middle of it, so I'm not too hopeful for this. But I mean, that would be one way to probably gain a lot of goodwill and good faith in in the movie uh, franchise as a whole. Lastly, uh, that second uh, in credit scene. Uh, <laughs> that was fun it because was not, it had nothing to do with the movie. <laughs> it was. It, they they gave me a little Sony palette cleanser with uh, Into the Spider Verse clip. Uh, yeah, I I almost didn't want to watch it because I I like I was like I'm gonna go see this movie anyway. I don't want it spoiled. But they pick a really funny moment in it, and uh, well, it's kind of started off gloom. But like watching like uh, Miles dangle Peter. <laughs> yeah, on the on the subway, and he's yeah. and then. What did the what did they what did the radio come over? We got a we got Spider Man dragging a homeless corpse through the city. Yeah, like it was just hilarious. I can't wait for that movie, man. It's, That's going to be a great spoiler cast. It's going to be great. And then um, we the trailer came out. I think that week as well that you didn't talk about and it was Spider Ham and voice of oh, John yeah. Mulaney. I saw, and I saw that trailer before the movie started, and it was a great way to see that trailer for the first time. <sighs> yeah, let's just uh, let's just talk about Spider Verse and uh, Teen Titans go to the movies for the rest of the year. And yeah, I'm probably just going to forget about this one just like. I forgot about Solo. Let's, uh, let's, uh, hey, I like Solo. I haven't bought it yet, but I liked it. Um, let's, uh, if, 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 if you want to, I don't know if we'll ever do a review for Teen Titans, go to the movies, but I would love to sit down and talk about that with you. But, mm-hmm. um, all in all, I mean, it sounds like, again, I'm a six and you're a four out of mm-hmm. ten on this. Uh, so I make up your own mind. Watch, watch the movie if you want to watch it. If you don't, you're probably okay. If you do, yeah, good, I want to, le- I want to know what other people think. Let us know. Yeah. Um, but that's really about it. Uh, anything else, Mike? That it? I think that's it for the hot takes for today. Oh, so hot. So many takes. If people want to know what you're up to and, and, you know, if you go happen to see any other, well, I guess Daredevil, we might do a Daredevil review. Maybe that'll be our next one. If people want to know your thoughts on Daredevil when that comes out, where can they find you at? 
Well, as always, you can follow me at Mike Royer Design on Twitter and Instagram, and you can read my web comics at pickledcomics.com. Chris, if people want to find you, where are you at out there? Uh, Twitter, Valdan, V-A-L-D-A-N, Instagram, Valdan87, also Comic UI. Uh, if people want to know more about all the other shows we do on a weekly basis, uh, pretty much our regular new show, where can people find those at? Well, as always, please visit SuperheroSlate.com. That is the best place to find all the avenues we host our show because every week we do a weekly news show. So you should subscribe so you can catch up with all the news out there. And you can find us on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Google Podcasts, Google Podcast? Yeah, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram. Also, Chris, I have a parasite in me, okay? It's really hard to get all this stuff out at the end. You know, I got to get this stuff fixed. You got tapeworm? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So you can get merch also at SuperheroSlate.com slash store. If you're a fan of the show, we love hearing from you. Reach out, uh, drop us a comment uh, in our YouTube videos, uh, send us a tweet. Let us know if you liked our review, if you hated our, our review, who you agree with, me or Chris, or maybe you love this movie if you're a weirdo and you think this movie is a 10 out of 10 and is going to win best picture i specifically want to hear from you um but uh yeah but that that's how we do we love our super fans share the show with a friend share the show with a buddy and we will be here every week yeah we will be and uh we'll be catching you guys next week with news and maybe some reviews in the upcoming months as these winter months get colder for us here in the americas so we'll uh, catch you guys in all right adios Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe. Like a turd in the wind.